This episode of LOA Today is brought to you by Decoding Success. Let me ask you a quick question. How do you define success? Is that your definition of success or is that the definition of your conditioning? How your parents wanted you to define it all along? Your programming? What you say just to fit in? Maybe it's the masks that you've been wearing that cover your true essence. My name is Matt Labrie, host of the top 1% globally ranked podcast, Decoding Success. With over 200 plus episodes, with some of the world's leading game changers such as Mel Robbins, Grant Cardone, the holistic psychologist Dr. Nicola Perra, Dean Graciosi, Patrick Bet-David, and many more, we dive into the deepest of conversations to help our listeners remove the masks that we wear, heal, grow, and thrive while stepping into our real and authentic selves. By tuning in, you're going to hear conversations that are highly relatable, motivating, comforting, conversations to learn from, and much more. If you are ready to join in this powerful movement of digging deep and uncovering our greatness, tune into the Decoding Success podcast for our weekly episodes out now on all major podcasting platforms. See you there. Today, I'm Walt Keeson. With me today are the dynamic duo of Daniel Mangana and Alex Standy. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And once again, Happy New Year to one and all. And we are very happy to have our Thursday crew back together. We haven't been doing a Thursday show in a while. We've had one, we've had the other, but we haven't been together in a while. Like, what happened there? Not this like, year. Like, happened or something? Not this year, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're setting a new case for this year is what it is. But yeah. Good to see you guys. We were just chatting before the show, but uh, I'll, I'll ask again, how, how was your, your holiday, Alex? It sounded like it was pretty good. My holiday was great. Yeah? We had a good time. Right. We, we uh, kept it, you know, light and airy. And no, no, I forgot. Nope. Then uh, some people decided to get into politics after dinner. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds fun. It was. It was. It was one of those was one of those situations where you're like, I'm never in this situation. So I'm like, I don't know why people hate holidays with their family. What are you talking about? And now, now it's like everyone's got difference of opinion. And so it's like, oh, let's all talk about politics. No, no, let's not do that. <laughs> and then it turned into an explosion. So. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully the debris has been cleaned up and uh, taken out. The, the the leftover debris from the remainder of the party has been disposed of. So we just I, take I, everyone I, out of the equation. We, just, we learn our lesson. And that per- yeah, and that person gets taken out of the equation. <laughs> oh, so it's one person. Okay, so you don't have to change the whole crew. That's something. Yeah. No, we just one person gets banned. Yeah. yeah. You ain't coming to the party anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Simple. What about uh, you guys? Did you guys get anything good for Christmas? Uh, well, I got something kind of interesting um, in the sense that it, <laughs> it transformed into something else. Uh, <laughs> my brother kind of surprised me. He gave me one of those Oculus things for doing virtual <gasps> games and so forth. Ooh. 
But but I don't do virtual games. I, I mean, I have, no I have no interest in doing virtual games. <laughs> so I returned oh, it. And I, I applied it for an electric keyboard, which is what I wanted to do. So I'm, I'm going to start playing piano again. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You know, you could have learned <laughs> that on, on VR, right? Well, it's kind of hard to play the piano on VR when you don't actually have a piano with, you know, touch sensitive. Yeah, but you can get the fat, the finger things, and then the fingers, it feels like you're feeling on the piano yeah. as it does the, the thing. Yeah, but that, that's You need to watch crazy. Ready Player One. You need to that, watch that, Ready Player One to see where the world is going. Facts! Facts. <laughs> but then the problem is, I can't tell where the keyboard is because it's always attached to your finger. So anywhere you go, it feels like no, you're touching. No, because the, the, the sensation changes when you touch the keyboard. It does the thing on your fingers, then it feels like you're on the keyboard. Did you try the VR before you returned it? No, I'm afraid I did not. No. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, oh, oh mine, mine didn't come with, with, with 10 fingertip things. It just had, you know, one, one for each hand. Yeah. That was it. I mean. I would have kept it, but, you know, you do you. <laughs> you want to learn piano, you do you. It's a very big adventure. Yeah. I'm, yep. Well, actually, it's more like relearning because I used to know how to do it. It's just I, I, my brain knows how to do it. It's just that my fingers are forgotten. So I have mm -hmm. to kind of reteach them. Yeah. Once the teachers, once the uh, fingers learn again, you know, it, it's it's all up in the head. It's just a question of translating it to fingertude. You know, fingertude. It's all muscle memory. Fingertude. Instead of instead of attitude. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's what he said. I like what you did there. <laughs> yeah. I like so, what you did there. Uh, do, do I dare ask how your qu Christmas was, Daniel? Um, I was Russian, so Christmas really is about getting the extra presents. But New Year's is a big thing for uh -huh. the Ruskies, but everyone was shared, so I was in bed at 9.30 on New Year's Eve, happily <laughs> <Okay>. so. <laughs> happily so. But um, Christmas, we had, we went for Christmas breakfast with some of our friends, we went to have a lovely breakfast, um, and then they had some people over that evening, so we went and had beautiful food and nice. good camaraderie and... Yeah, Ethan's excited to go to a new place because he's running around now. Oh you know, man! They've got, they've got a they've got a dog, and he was just like, "This is the dog." Before he was scared of the dog, but now right. like they're friends, and he's like chasing the dog around, and the dog's chasing him. And well, oh, okay, cool. Like, That's good. Cool. That's good. Yeah, we were talking yeah. yesterday how there really is no better expression of joy than a child at Christmas, and with Ethan now running around. I mean, not even Christmas. I got the new one for you. Ethan's learned how to play peekaboo. Ariana's oh, oh, that's the best. So he does it with the blanket, but also he wakes me up in the morning now every morning by coming <laughs> top of me and saying, "Boo!" <laughs> that's my alarm. <laughs> that's my alarm is this little face in my face going, "Boo!" <laughs> first, first you feel his little hands, and then you just see him come up and just go. Boo! <laughs> My little brother used to do that, and he had giant eyes. So all you could see right <laughs> above the mattress was eyes. Can we, can, can we play Peppa Pig? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, guess we're up. <laughs> see, I don't think there's a uh, substitute for this where virtual reality is concerned. That's just my opinion. But I agree. How do, how do you possibly replace this with virtual reality? I mean, it's a matter of time. It's happening. 
Well, no, I, I'm not. I'm not pushing against virtual reality. I know that it's coming. I know that it's going to be a big part of our lives in, in the near future. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, is it really a substitute? I don't know that it's a substitute. Well, yes and no. I mean, is it a, is is Facebook a substitute for social for social in, not anxiety? What's the word I'm looking for? Well, that's actually it often is. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I mean, depending on who you talk to and who you're yeah, friended with. That's true. Yeah. But oh, it, it's, it, it's an inadequate substitute for, you know, real world uh, socializing. Yeah. But with the way the world's going now, it's necessary. Well, that's why I think of it that, yes, it, it's not really a good substitute, but it's a good add on. It's a good add on. Okay. Okay, like, I'll give you that. We, we do the show virtually. Yeah. And I love that. That's great. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be possible in the real world because we all live in different places. Different time zones, all over different the place. Zones, everything. Oh, yes. It would be crazy. But the virtual makes it possible. Exactly. Well, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I just don't think that I want to use it to replace real world. To me, I mean, it, for some people, it's like it's a choice. Do you want to live in the Matrix or do you want to live in the real world? Why do have I have you to choose the Ready Player One? Because I feel I like this is, okay, because this whole conversation is literally the entire movie. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, as you Inclu- said, including the moral questions. Yes, including moral the moral question. question. Yes. What are the moral questions? Well, then we'd be spoiling the movie for you, Walt. That's right. We could do spoilers. That's all right. Then we'd be yes. spoiling the movie for you, Walt. They really don't. Honest to God. Maybe we do, maybe we spoil it for the listeners, but for me, I, I've never really. <laughs> like, I don't care about the listeners. I just care about me and I'm fine. So, pretty sure. Oh, you didn't want to know? Too bad. It's my show. <laughs> okay. I won't push it anymore. <laughs> there you go. No, but it just explores. Um, I think I could do this without spoiling it. It explores just how much of our life is becoming virtual. And did you watch Inception, Walt? Leonardo DiCaprio, where they go with the dream within the dream within the dream. Oh, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, I I saw a piece of it, but I didn't watch the whole thing. But I know which one you're talking about now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that analogy is not going to work either. But there is a part (laughs) of the film, Alex will know, when there are people who are... They come to this little underground place to go and live in the dream world. And then um, one of the guys goes, they come here every day to sleep. He goes, no, they go there every day to live. The dream world has become the real world. And this has become the dream. See, now that's a, that, that sounds just like substituting virtual reality for reality. Exactly. That's the whole point of the movie. That's the point of the movie. But but my my point is, why do you want to have to pick between the two? Exactly. Which is why I say, dream with your eyes open. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, virtual reality is great. It's really wonderful. I just don't want to make it my only reality. Mm. As you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It should be something fun to do, not like your whole life. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Speaking uh, of movies, I was, I was watching a movie the other day, and I thought of you, Walt, because I noticed that you don't like any of the shows that me and Daniel suggest, so I'm moving on to movies. 
<laughs> well, it's, it's an interesting theory. Sure, why not? Yes, I feel like a series is too long for you. I, I, I also need to clarify, too. It, it isn't just Daniel and Alex movies. It's uh, Daniel and Alex TV shows. It's almost everybody's TV yeah, shows. Yeah, I know. It's, I know, but I'm it's taking just, personal. It's not personal. But it's not personal. It's not personal, <laughs> but as as the TV guru, I am taking it personal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal attack, and I'm taking it that way. And not a lot of people know that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, the point I was making was, Walt, have you seen Doctor Strange? That's another one where I've seen the trailer, but that's about it. I feel like you would like this movie. Okay. It's a Marvel movie, but it's it's a standalone, but it's it's also... mm, It's an origin story, but it, it also feeds into other movies. Okay. But I feel like oh, as far cool. as, yeah, take a look. Looky Lou. So it's a Marvel yeah. movie. All right. It's a Marvel movie, yep. All right. So, but you're not going to give me any Speaking spoilers. Speaking of Daniel, have you seen No Way Home? No, I never spoil a Marvel movie. Oh, <laughs> oh here's the thing. That is a cardinal sin. You don't do that. I still haven't seen The Eternals either. I haven't seen because, Eternal either on it. Because, because I have to go to the cinema and that requires time. Yep. And I have two small humans and a yep. fully grown human. So yeah. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be in Mexico City in a couple of weeks. So I'll have the chance uh-huh. to go and do it then. I'll have some more me time because I'll have my evenings. Um, okay, now, well, when I finish save, my program. save Eternals. Don't worry about it. It's not necessary for the story. I'm waiting for Eternals to come out on Disney Plus. So I'm waiting. That's what uh, I've been doing up until now. I've just been like yeah. waiting for the Disney Plus. Well, the only problem with that is No Way Home is a Sony movie, technically. So it won't come out on Disney Plus. Poppycock. Yeah. I said the same thing. Because <laughs> I was like, I'll just wait the 45 days. It, it'll be fine. I'll just turn off all my Marvel spoilers. It'll be great. I, I ended up having to watch it. So, <laughs> Amazing movie, by the way. Really? Yes. Okay. People said it was the number one Marvel movie out there, and I have to agree. Really? Really. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hope these are people you trust. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Well, I might ask for a whole pass this weekend. I would. Text me after. All right. Okay. So, thank you. Challenges and introductions made. This is good. I like that. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the whole thing about virtual reality. I'm kind of, I mean, Alex, you, you actually almost made me feel guilty for a moment there. <laughs> Why did I make you feel guilty? Explain. <laughs> because I traded my Oculus. That's an expensive gift, bro. <laughs> it is. Well, so yeah. are keyboards, actually, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I had to put extra money down to get the keyboard. That gives you an idea, right? Yeah, but you got what you wanted, so that's that's all I that did. matters. And that's the way I th- And even better than that, they told me it would take 10 days, and then they told me it would take five days. Nice. I get it faster than I thought, which is there even you better. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, let's see. What else we got going on? This is weird. 
yesterday I, I had no topic at all. We had no topic at all, and we instantly created one. Today it's like it's not there. Okay, well, I have good news. <laughs> all right. Okay. And, uh, oh, and also other, yeah, I got stuff. So, okay, so, um, remember we were talking about my brother coming on the podcast? Yeah. So he he asked for, for his birthday, which is directly after Christmas, um, for podcast equipment. So Ooh. he's like, yeah, so he got the whole light set up. He's got a mic. Okay. He's got everything. So he's ready. And he told my mother, because my mother was like, did you get your lights? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I can't wait. I'm going to be on Alex's show. And I was like, you didn't have to do all that, right? <laughs> you could have signed in on your phone, bro. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to do my own podcast, too, at the same time. I was like, okay, good for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Well, is this your brother that's like now, like, that you sent the video about? Yes. Yeah, he wasn't going to do some phone. He was, he. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was a good be That's so. not him. That's not he's him. He's just, oh, just show up. Yeah. No. He's he's definitely the extra type. So he would either definitely go buy his own equipment or he would have flown up here to do it with me. Wow. Yeah, he's extra. We're all are. It's it's a thing. That, well, that's pretty impressive actually to be willing to make a you know a flight. Any Very excuse busy. to see me, he's coming. Oh. Well, I mean I have to admire his taste. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> And in my very brief encounter with him at your wedding, he seemed like a really interesting guy. I mean, I really didn't really know is. who he was. Yeah. And then you told me he was going to come onto the show, and then I didn't hear anything. It's like, oh. Yeah, he's so very, very busy. So he, he gets there. He'll get here. No, that's good, though. That's something to look forward to. That's a really yeah. good thing. Do, do you know what his new podcast is going to be about? I assume it's going to be about fitness. Okay. Well, that makes sense, because that's his, his yeah. realm. Yeah. Yeah. But also probably traveling, too, because he does a lot of traveling. He has two Instagrams. He has a travel Instagram and a fitness Instagram. Oh, really? Okay. Because his fitness business brings him to travel. So he gets to see all these places. and uh, Sweet. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. That's a good deal. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If, if um, When he does come on, well, I think we'll, we'll, I want to do the show with him first just to Get to know him. Yeah. And, and then depending on, on, I guess what my read of it is, mm-hmm. I, I might try to bring him back for another show and bring back Kelly Coulter, who was on last of uh, November, mm-hmm. who is also in the fitness industry. Ooh. I think it's fun whenever you get two people who have a similar interest and, you know, get and them And he talk. loves to network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she she's actually well she's she's in the fitness industry, but she's more of a coach to other fitness pros. So she helps them. Oh, during the pandemic, she was helping a lot of people who are in the fitness industry take their mm-hmm. business online so they could keep going when you know everything was shut down. Yeah, and yeah, that's been her gig lately. So that that would that might be an interesting pairing of the two of them. He might actually already know her. That's possible. I don't mm-hmm. know. Another it's question. A small world. Him. It is mm-hmm. a very small world. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for all we know, they may even have a number of contacts in common. So, mm-hmm, so probably. Mm-hmm. Very possible. I'll have to keep that one in mind. Make a note about that. Um. All right. Good. Well, then we'll look forward to his visit. Now, you said you said there were two things. What was the other thing you said? Oh, so this little adventure you had me go on <laughs> with um the uh the lady that hit you up about uh reading those books. 
I need a little more clue than that. I okay, don't have so it. <laughs> you got you received an email about someone who listens. Oh, 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 oh yes, the, uh, the, the PR person from Simon Schuster, I think it was. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got in contact with them. I, I received the books. I'm my mother's reading one of them, and I'm reading the other one. Oh, cool. Okay. But they're very initial cute. impressions. Um, initial impressions. I feel like I'm a little advanced for it, but for for people who are just starting out, perfect. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then, yeah, do a reach out. And, yeah. Uh, so once I finish the books, I'm going to give a review. Yep. Yeah, well, give give them the link too. Give the PR person a link so that they can uh, join yeah. us on a show. Mm-hmm. Definitely will. And, and tell her which show you're on. <laughs> which yeah. day you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays only. <laughs> Thursdays, it's the one day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good because uh, when I got that email, well, first of all, I was slammed with work, and secondly, yeah. I didn't even know how to begin to address the topics that they were raising. I figured, well, Alex will know, so pass it along to Alex. <laughs> well, I was like, wait, why is Walt emailing me? Because I got your email first, didn't see the second part, and I was like, I don't oh. understand what's happening. <laughs> and then I was like, what? So then I read the second part and I'm like, oh, Walt wants me to do homework. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you didn't. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. No problem. Because it was, it was more than I could handle at that point. <laughs> Even right now, I'd be more than I can handle. I'm just kind of keeping well, my Well, plus they were, bit. the books are directed to black women. So I didn't think that that was your genre. So <laughs> I, really? I, no. I helped you out. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> and I appreciate that part as well. Yes. Yeah. I feel so unqualified to even figure out if it fits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, no, I appreciate that very much. And no I'm looking problem. forward to finding out. I'd love to hear that they're actually good for the show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like the, the first book that my mother's reading. She was telling me good parts about um, not generational wealth, but generational curses. There's a big oh. chapter on generational curses in that book, and I was oh. like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a I big have... thing for black women." Yes. Why well, are you well, on generational courses, courses, curses? Ah, uh, that they can be broken with simple mm-hmm. changes. That's that is my theory. Well, what is, I think. That, how do you feel about generational curses? Me? Yes, you. I believe that everything is real and nothing is real. Mm-hmm. That's a very Daniel answer. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it, it's safe. It, it's it's wise, and it really doesn't pin you down on anything. Because nothing's real enough to pin down to anyway. Nothing yeah. really. Matters. The truth of the thing is pretty dependent on the person. If you believe in generational curses, then your reality will manifest around the experience of the generational curse. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, and I, I want to expand on that point for a minute because you may or may not remember. I, I went to the Thai boot camp this year, and when you do that, the first thing you do is you have a private one-on-one session with the stream, the stream with David. And in that session, the stream gave me uh, a curse term. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. They said, this isn't for everybody else. This is just for you, but mm-hmm. you have a generational curse that you need to break. That's one of your three transgressors. And my instant, rea- my instant reaction was, I don't believe in generational curses. Well, 
I, I believe that things get passed along generally, generationally. I just don't think of them as curses. I don't really believe in curses. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and the reason I, I really don't want to believe in curses is exactly what Daniel just said. If mm-hmm. you believe in curses, they become real. If you don't believe yep. in them, they, they can't affect you. I didn't want to, yeah, I certainly didn't want to encourage anything like that coming into my life, but they said no. You, you really need to, do, you know, do what we're suggesting here. You really need to treat this as if you have this curse, this money curse, basically, because my family has a long history of failures in businesses and, oh, uh, there's like a whole series of things. I could take a show talking about that one. But <laughs> they, this is that, that I, we have a show without a topic. Just say it. <laughs> But this is true. <laughs> my, my thing on it is, and this is one of the things that when we're working with people, we, we say, whether you believe it or, not, it or not, isn't something that you will be able to consciously discern. Because beliefs don't sit in the conscious mind, they sit in the unconscious. Mm. So someone saying, for example, you said, I don't believe in generational curses. You can't say if you believe in them or not. Your experience will tell you if you believe in them or not. I think there's truth to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, no, the, I think the, it's also true that you can select it, though. You you can select whether or not that you're going to believe in it. Yeah, but the unconscious moves at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind. So if there's an idea sitting in there that's made its way in. So, for example, um, let's look at – give me a common, a commonly held stereotype or idea, just a commonly held one. Any that you mm. see popularized. Wow. Okay. Uh, if I had no luck, I know if I had, if I didn't have bad luck, I had no luck at all. Yeah, there's a cliche. Okay. So there's a cliche. The fact that that's been hammered as a collective agreement from multiple points. Remember Lynn McTaggart's work showed us that when eight people hold an idea, it becomes the fiber of reality. Mm-hmm. Anything then that eight people hold that you've heard at multiple touch points at any point when your unconscious was awake, your, your analytical mind was quiet enough for it to slip in because it's held as a collective agreement. It can make its way in. And because we're taking in so much data that we're not even consciously aware of a lot of the beliefs, including the curses and these things, we're not even consciously aware of them. We're just playing them out over and over and over again without even realizing that they're there. Yeah, that's true. We can take these things in without realizing that we're taking them in and they can actually start playing They're like, you know, like a loop. They can start playing in our subconscious mm-hmm. minds without mm-hmm. our being aware of it um, until at some point, it, hopefully we become aware, like, wait a minute, well, there's something going on here. What's going on here? And now at least we have some idea of what we're dealing with or idea that we're, that there's something to deal with, whatever it might be, even if we haven't mm-hmm. identified what it is yet. Um, so I agree that that's true. But isn't it also true by the same token that even when there is something like that, we can make choices. We can we can make changes to either uproot and appreciate it or overwrite it. I mean, we, we can do things to to shift and to change the way that particular program plays in our mind, even though it's snuck in through the back door. Yeah. And that's the work that I do with intentionality and creating a reality because you're creating a reality that no longer includes that, but includes the conscious choice of what you're going to have. But conscious choice change in our conscious choices is it's a work. And that's why, (laughs) and that's why so many of us end up not actually creating the change that we want to create in our lives because we end up getting stuck playing out the same loops and patterns because we haven't actually addressed it in a language that our unconscious understands. 
Yeah, that's mm. true. That's exactly true. It is, and it is work. And the, that the reason that it's work is, first of all, because we didn't know it, the other thing was there. And then even when we do know that it's there, we find out perhaps that it's been rewriting itself over and over again. So it's ingrained. It's mm-hmm. deeply set in there. And now mm-hmm. it becomes even more challenging to overcome it. And mm-hmm. yes, it, it can be, it can be quite the deal. Um, so mm-hmm. when I was saying that you can select an alternative, I, I didn't mean like going to the grocery store and picking it off the shelf. I meant you can actually, <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if it were that easy, right? But it usually isn't. Um, but nevertheless, you can still make the selection. This is where I want to be and then take steps to get there. And does it take work? Yeah, it takes work, but yeah. you can get there. Yeah. I was speaking more to the listeners than to you because I know you know it's not. I wave my wand and la 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 la. I've always wanted to see the Daniel Man gain a wand. I mean, that would be pretty cool. I got a wand for Christmas. You got a wand? Did you really? I got a I got a Harry Potter remote wand. Uh huh. Wand. It's a wand that's a remote for your TV. So when I swish and flick, it changes the channel. Yeah. (laughs) I I love it. Part of me wants that, and the other part of me wants me to grow up. But I want it. No, let me tell you, it was, I'm still in the middle of programming it. It's a pain, but it's, it it was thoughtful. So you like program it like magic spells, like this means that and that means the other thing. Well, you, yeah, you, your TV has to program. It's like using a universal remote. So when you swish and flick, it's got to do certain things. So you got to program it to what you want swish and flick to do. And there's so many, like you got volume up, volume down, channel up, channel it. It's power on, power off. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Does it do voice commands as well? Like spell? No, I wish. Oh, that, that, that's uh, version 2.0. That is not. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> that's cool, though. I like. Yeah, it. I'm very excited about cool. this whole prospect, though. I'm, well, I'm kind of imagining how that works to use because if you have different swishes and flicks, so to speak, that you have to do in order to make it do the various things that a remote needs to do. Yeah. It, watching somebody operate that's going to be kind of like watching them conduct an orchestra. Literally. Because <laughs> that wand is moving, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I'm on the guide, I can't find something to watch. <laughs> oh man! I mean, if, if the uh, the motion for next page, you know, because you, you have pages yeah. on, on a screen, right? if the next, if the motion is like a swirl motion like that, you know, next, 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 yeah, next, you you, you could just be going around and around in a circle, going through the pages, right? I'm getting my wrist steps in. That's what's happening. That's right. <laughs> That's fun, though. Who came up with that one? That's a cool one. Kenny got me that one. That's really good. Yeah. Of course, it took us effectively off of the other topic, but still, that was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Thursdays are all about, jumping from topic to topic. Yeah, I got him this last year. I got him to watch all the Harry Potters. So. Oh, he hadn't seen them all. He hadn't seen them. He was like, that's kids' movies. I was like, have a seat. Yeah, they're not good movies because Ariana hadn't seen them and we wanted to watch the movies together. We watched three and she started having nightmares. So yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban is very scary. <laughs> yeah. How old is she she's now? Still, she's six. The Dementors, the Dementors came to get her in her dreams. Yeah, oh, no. I think maybe the books before the movies for kids that age. Yeah, I'm just going to not. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is there any scary stuff in the next one? 
I can't remember Goblet of Fire. The fourth, the fourth, the fourth one is where uh, uh, Voldemort and Harry have their war. No, that's Goblet of Fire is the fourth one, no? Yeah, Goblet of Fire. They meet in the cemetery. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, it's not happening. Mm. No more. There's too much death for a six-year-old. It's <laughs> too much. I mean, Harry yeah. Potter, with Harry Potter, in order to get into the school, you have to be 11 years old. So why not Good wait point. until the reader is 11 years old before they actually start reading it, or at least maybe 10? I'm just going to not. <laughs> Listen, I tried it with my younger brother. He's He's now 20. And he was not having it. I was so, I was brokenhearted. I was like, what do you mean you don't love what I love? What do you mean? <laughs> but, you know, each kid has their own path. But I'm like, how are you not into Harry Potter? I don't think he watched the movie good enough. I don't think <laughs> he did. Well, it, it's also perhaps a case of you have, in my case, I think I had to read the book first. If I had just seen the movie first, I'm not sure if it really would have done it. No, because I saw the movie. Hang on, have we found a movie that will actually watched all of and oh, was able all to tell me and what was actually able to tell me something about the movie that I didn't know <laughs> wait admit, that's a rare circumstance it happens not often but it happens yeah because I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> I'm still processing I, this. Listen. I, I, I do I do occasionally see films i do occasionally see television series and every once in a while mm -hmm. you'll hit on one and i'll say yeah i know that one yeah i know all eight of those yeah yep that's crazy oh, good stuff and it was playing uh -huh. all through christmas so that's all i was doing the funniest part for me with honey harry potter is that uh the first five movies the the kids were all complaining that the movies are nothing like the books which of course has got to be true because you can't get as much into a movie as you can get into the book yeah we're not going to sit here for six hours for one movie yeah. <laughs> and I kept deciding, oh, you know, you have to take it for what it is, let it be its own thing. And then the fifth movie came along, and that was that was okay. And then the sixth movie came along, and it was really deviating from the story. And I said, oh, I'm not so sure about this. And then the seventh movies came along, and they really changed the story around. I said, okay, I'm on the side of the kids now. They went too far. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, what's the big difference? Because I haven't read the books. I've only watched the movies. Just the, the, the depth of the storyline. There's so much more detail, so much more intricacy. In, in character yeah, development. But they have yeah. to do that because people are, that just watch movies and don't read books like me. Uh, in this well, sure. You, know, plus you, really... you just can't fit it all into a movie. Like Alex said, you'd have to have the movie like six, eight, ten hours long. And, yeah, and, we don't have time to describe it's... Hermione's whole background. We just but what, one of the cool <laughs> parts of the seventh book, which was divided into two movies, was not just that they were on the lamb on their own trying to deal with stuff, but the ways their, their relationships worked. That mm -hmm. was a huge part of it. And the movie, understandably, just kind of skipped over that part. And I mean, they touched like, on it, but not like... Yeah, they touched barely. Yeah. yeah. Because they had to do something with that. Yeah. But, so, do you think they're going to come back and make grown-up ones? Because they've got this special edition 20-year anniversary. Do you think they're going to cash in and do that? Uh, yeah, they're already, make, they're already making The Cursed Child. Yep. Which is the next, which is the Harry Potter play. And there's also the uh, Fantastic Beast uh, franchise, too. Yeah, that was just whack. I watched one. What? I didn't watch anymore. What? How many? Didn't they stop making those movies because nobody was even. No, no, they, they no, there's, 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 there's the third, third one coming out. out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. really. There was well, a whole did, thing did, about did how. Johnny Depp do some dastardliness or something. Yeah, well, he's, he's, they replaced him. He's his role. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just swapped out Johnny D? Yeah. 
Who replaced this? As soon as he lost Some dude. his... Uh, I don't know. No one's indispensable. Even <laughs> Harry Potter world. As soon as he lost his suit over in Britain there, he was, he was out. Yep. Okay. I'm kind of curious to see how that one's going to play. I, I think it's pretty obvious. To anyone who knows the Potter universe, it's pretty obvious that the third Fantastic Beast is going to be including the infamous duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, which was outlined in the Harry Potter books. And yeah. that's, that's very clearly where the third I think I need to watch these Fantastic Beasts movies. Yes, you do! Well, you probably only watched the first one. You probably didn't see the second one. Mm, I'm going to give it another try. Yeah. Give it a go. I mean, they're, they're not heavyweights. They're not heavyweight movies, but yeah, they're fun. They're okay. not Harry Potter, but they get you through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they get Is there you lots of death and killing? Can I watch it with Ariana? Is there death and killing? Uh, there's, there's some, but it's more not. More in the second not, one. I still like the first one because of all the, the magical animals. Yeah. So there's not going to be, I'm not going to get into trouble for nightmares. Let's see. Well, you, there are potential nightmares. Like there, More there in the some, second one than the first. Some yeah, I'm going to leave it. Let's just leave the demonic stuff yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not actually demonic, but in fact, in, in the second one, the creatures actually play a significant role in the second one. Yes. I can't, what's the name of the, the creature that, that goes after the shiny things? I can't think what that's called. The Nifflers. The Nifflers. The Niffler plays a key role. You mean that little platypus thing? Yeah. I yeah. love him! He ends up stealing he gets the container. He steals the container. Well, this is a spoiler. I can't do spoilers, yeah. right? But he steals a very important thing. Let's put it that. He, he steals this very, very important thing that no one thinks that he should be able to get, but because he's a Niffler, he can get it. Yeah. So that, no, that you get stuff like that. That's kind of fun. It's kind of cute. And uh, what's the what's that stick? The stick. Um, oh, what is his name? The stick that oh, rides he, in his pocket. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Uh, they're tree something. Um, yeah, I forget. But anyway, also very adorable. Yes, that is adorable. <laughs> and that's right out of the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Bow truckle? Is that something like that? That sounds familiar. It's like that, but I, I I don't think I got it right. I'll Google it later. She comes up with some strange names for characters. Harry <laughs> really does. She was not a part of the uh, tw- the twenty year anniversary special. How come? Because she's been uh, in trouble on Twitter. What for? Uh, she's not happy with the trans community. Okay. Oh, so they're not happy with her. Yeah, we they they are not happy, <laughs> and people mm-hmm. who aren't even trans allies are very upset. And like people like they, she's the way she's speaking is ruining Harry Potter for everyone. Oh, yeah, like you don't want to hear these things coming out of J.K.'s mouth. And it she, is. give me some examples. I need I need some stuff. I don't feel like I can say them on the show. <laughs> wow, give me some intimation. I need like some. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Like, if you were to well, translate she, in a clean language, what would she it be? She doesn't believe in non-binary. She doesn't believe in women are women, men are men. There's no in-between. There's no... Yeah, trans- the whole point of the whole point of Harry Potter is that people can be who they are. Right. Yeah. Right. Make it make sense. Exactly. <laughs> oh. It's sad. All, it's sad. In all fairness, she also got the other side of that too, because when she revealed that she thought of Dumbledore as being gay, 
She got hammered right. by, by the other side. So she got, she's getting from both sides. Yep. Well, she has no what, problem. What happened about Dumbledore being gay? When, when she and not, she was interviewed by. Look somebody. at his robes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> she acknowledged that when she had conceived as a character of Dumbledore and wrote her notes up about him, that her notes said that in her mind he was gay. And when she uh, released, revealed that in this interview, a whole chunk of the religious right just said, oh, I don't want to have anything more to do with Potter World. And so My... she's getting flack from that side. Too. So she's getting mm-hmm. flack from both sides. She's getting it from the right and she's getting it from the left. Why are they watching about wizards and witchcraft anyway? They're supposed to... That's what I, I want to know. I don't <laughs> Harry Potter against your religion. So, so Jesus was okay with the witches and demons. <laughs> But not okay with what people potentially do with their body parts. Right. Okay. Apparently. Just, yeah. Just making sure I got that. <laughs> you know. That's a fair translation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows just how ridiculous the whole conversation really is. But <laughs> I don't really. Don't, don't, it's just not even worth it. Just don't. Not, don't, 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 don't exhaust your brain on it. <laughs> yes. If you need something to hang on to, hang on to this. People don't think rationally, they think emotionally. Mm-hmm. And passionately. That's really what Or they don't say. think, and that's the problem. Agreed. Okay. That's an interesting point. If you're expressing emotionally, are you thinking? I'm not sure. It's a good question. I feel like at that point, it's all autopilot, which is where the word vomits come from. <laughs> <We're vomits. laughs> yeah, I love that. That's a good phrase. That's a very good phrase. I forget what movie I got that from. I feel like it was a uh, what's that Lindsay Lohan movie? Made movies. Mean Girls. I think it was Mean Girls. Mm. Okay. What'd you say, Daniel? <laughs> I said she makes movies. <laughs> Not currently. I thought she just makes um, mug shots. <laughs> Game. Okay, this is dangerous. <laughs> Not only have we um, completely ruled out the left as being followers of the show and ruled out the right, now we're ruling out the Lindsay Lohan followers, and we're basically eliminating large chunks of the audience. You realize this, right? Sir, sir, <laughs> sir. The Lindsay Lohan audience is not a very large chunk of anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, she, has fair, she has a fair following, otherwise she wouldn't be Lindsay Lohan. She had a fair following. Oh, they all went away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see that. We've all grown up past her shenanigans. Following doesn't really matter if there's no movie for them to see you in. Right. Although I heard she's back and in action. I haven't. I don't know what she's coming out with, but I've I've heard she's back in the game. Direct to DVD. Right. <laughs> Straight to TV, even worse. Lifetime movie. Hey, Lifetime makes some good movies. I'm not going to lie. There have, been, there, there have been a lot of, of famous actors, actresses, stars of various kinds who were hated, and that's why they were followed. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So why not for her? You know. Look at the Kardashians. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not well, me, I love the Kardashians. I mean, there, there are some people who absolutely love them, other people who absolutely hate them. Right? And then there are people like me who say, who? (laughs) (laughs) 
like me who've seen what all 18 seasons is that how long it's been on they were i think it's either 20 years or 20 seasons i forget which one it's been the kardashians they've been going for 20 years 20 years or 20 seasons i forget which one it is but they they just uh stopped shooting so they were like 20 is good enough for us what took so long? I mean, really. <laughs> 20 seasons? 20 seasons. Wow, sex tapes work. They do, apparently. Sex tapes Ooh, are sex I have tea. I have tea all about it. Oh, my God. Oh, Uh-oh. my God. Are you ready? It's piping hot. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, here we go. Everybody get out so, your notebooks. <laughs> um, Chris, Chris Jenner. Apparently, um, no, no, back it up, back it up, back it up. Okay, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian used to be a closet shopper for like celebrities. So she would like go clean out other celebrities' closets and then sell them on, sell their clothes on eBay for a profit. And she would make money that way. This is before she got famous. So she. Hustle, I like it. Yeah, they, they have mad hustle. Those, yeah. So she, she did this for Brandy. You guys know who Brandy is? Yeah. So she cleaned out Brandy's closet and was supposed to give her, right? She was supposed to give her a certain percentage and, and ended up selling something that was really expensive and didn't give her any money for it. So that's when, so Brandy decided to sue Kim Kardashian. And to solve, to, to, to get rid of the lawsuit, this is when Kris Jenner came up with the whole, well, well, why don't you go talk to her brother, Ray J? And this is where the tape came out. And then when the tape was uh, was available, Chris was like, make that money. Let's sell this tape. And then Keeping Up With The Kardashians was born. Wow. There are some connections. Yes. Stick with me on spoiler alert. I have all the piping hot tea. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> okay. And it turns into 20 seasons. Yep. And billions of dollars. And yeah. she makes 10% off of each her children for each one of their ventures. Because she's their manager. This woman. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> and you forget Kylie is the, like the the youngest billionaire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So 10% of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris is not, is, is no fool. <laughs> was this Chris sitting? Hang on, sitting in. There's a picture of her sitting in court with Caitlyn, while mm-hmm. Chris's then husband was defending her lover in court. I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, are you talking about OJ? Yeah. Yeah. Is that tea or is it coffee? It's coffee. Um, OJ oh. was never her lover. Oh, <laughs> but. Interesting. Um, that I thought it was true. She was she was with Caitlyn when um when the whole trial was going on, but she was divorced from from Robert Kardashian. Done. But they were Got both it. co-parents, so they all and and OJ was her friend, and so was who's the chick he murdered? <laughs> he oh, was wait, yeah. she was friends with the whole family, so they all hung out together. So yeah, they were yeah. they were all in court, you know, supporting him and whatever. Brown was her last name. I can't remember what her first name was. Yeah, is it Nicole Brown? Yeah, Nicole, Nicole Brown. Yeah, yeah. I kept thinking Anna Nicole Smith. That's why I got confused. 
<laughs> no, not her. Not at all. She's got her own problems, or had her own problems. <laughs> had her own problems, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Wild world we're living in, guys. Crazy well, bananas. Well, I don't know about you. I, I was ignoring that world for years and, and with apparently no loss. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss much if you didn't care. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't following that at all, but that is interesting. I, I have, which one's the, uh, the billionaire again? Uh, Kylie, the youngest. Kylie, that's right. Yeah, Ky- I, I'm impressed by Kylie. Yes. Because of what she did. Do you how know she, how she how got she started? I don't know how she got started. I just know what she turned it into, but how she got started. She had issues with, um, her lips. She was like very ashamed of how thin her lips were. Really? So she was known for draw, overdrawing her lips, and then it turned into a makeup obsession. And billion dollars later, here we are. Okay, all right. As you do. That, that's actually a all theme. because she kissed a guy one time in high school, and he said, "Oh, you have really thin lips." No, you kiss good for someone who has really thin lips, and that like affected her whole life and changed her whole course of yeah. life. Yeah. Wow. And he wasn't as smart as, as her mother because he didn't get a piece of it. I don't even know if he remembers who it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, she is. When, when you're watching a reality show, watch the reunion special after the season is over. That's where you get all the tea. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all I, like, I, I was never really into, into the Kardashians at all, but mm-hmm. I heard about them because, I mean, you can't really help but hear about them. Yeah. And when I heard about what Kyrie was doing, I thought, that's really cool. And then I saw, right? I, I actually checked some of the, the promos that she was doing and, and the lines oh, she yeah. was doing. I thought, wow, this, this girl's got it together. She's yeah. Really got it. So give her credit. Yeah. She had the definite advantage of being in the Kardashian family, but mm-hmm. look what she turned it into. That's yeah, really good. exactly. Yeah. That's really big. Very, very impressive. She's the kind, she is the one exception from that group. She's the one I would actually like to have on the show. She would be an interesting interview. I'd like to have all of them except for Courtney. She's boring. No. <laughs> okay. Isn't she, the, isn't she the one that doesn't do anything wild, though? Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah, it's good, but, like, not for reality TV. Who wants, wasn't who wants to watch a show of you enough? sitting there eating a salad while your kids are doing homework? Someone that wants healthy relationships? Yeah, if that's if that's what the show's about, but it's not. <laughs> okay. So, so let, let me see if I got this straight. <laughs> Sometimes you need a scorecard to follow. But um, <laughs> if I've got this straight, you want to have everybody but her onto the show because it's a reality TV show that's messed up. Am I getting this right? No, no, it's not a reality TV show that's messed up. I would li- I like to get into each of their lives and find out how they got started, what businesses they're running, and all that stuff. But like Courtney doesn't do anything. Like she runs a mommy blog. I mean, that's cute, but like nothing's really. Co- I, I'm not a mom, so, so like I don't. Splashy enough is what you're saying. It's it's it doesn't. What's the word I'm looking for? She's just quietly getting paid and not really giving her mum that much. Yeah. But still, it's like, it, it's, it doesn't appeal to me because I'm not a mom, so I don't need mom information. Okay. But if I did, yes, I would follow her blog, I would get buy her diapers, I would, you know, whatever. 
<laughs> I support the Kardashians all day. Okay. Well, it's nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> Where I stand on the Kardashians. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're grateful for those powerful and all important <laughs> insights <laughs> that will change the world. Right? Oh, one reality show at a time. Oh, I was thinking it'd be fun to interview Kyrie just to find out who she is as a, as a person off that camera. I'm not sure if you can find that out, but she's not like even on camera. That's what the most interesting well, she's part not, about her. No, she's, no, but, she's but, very but she, like, she, she can't avoid the camera just because of who she is. But she she doesn't go out of her way to be a Kardashian. Yeah, well, she yeah, she doesn't. It's just you know part of part of the package you can yeah you can't really i like the fact that she hid her pregnancy the entire nine months and no one knew she was pregnant and i was watching the show the whole time I, i'm impressed that she was able to pull that off well yeah because she said it was really hard she had helicopters hovering over her house because they heard rumors she couldn't leave her house it was crazy of course she could have just said i'm pregnant she could have but she wanted to keep it to herself. Like when you're a celebrity, nothing is really private, unfortunately. So if right. you can have a moment yeah. to have your own privacy, take it. So you know, Daniel's taking notes because he's actually becoming a, a celebrity. He, he's being interviewed on TV all over the place. You know that. Right? right? Yeah. Do you know what's really interesting about that? What? For me. Family members that haven't really paid much attention to the fact that I've been doing this for the last four years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you actually really do do stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like, what did you think I was I doing? I heard you had like a little podcast and you had like books, but you really do have, you're on TV. That's big. <laughs> I've been going on TV for like the last year. I'd be like, bro, where do you think your Christmas presents come from? <laughs> I have a top. Ranked podcast. I write for one of the leading entrepreneur magazines in the world. <laughs> Google me. But I've, been, but I've been on Fox now, so we'll see. Oh, it's so like, now you're legit. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's like what Jackie Gates was talking about yesterday. She said uh, during the holidays, she was talking with a family member. Uh, I gathered it was an extended family member. Somebody, I mean, she didn't identify who it was, but uh, in the conversation with this person, um, the person asked her what she's been doing. She says, well, you know, I'm just continuing to do what I do. I've got my, my, my book that was published as a bestseller. Um, and I've got this. So she says, no, you don't. What do you mean? No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I have a bestseller yes, book. Yes, I do. If you look it up. No, no, that's, that's nothing. No, you're, you're, you're over dramatizing it. The, 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 the relative didn't believe it. Just flat out didn't believe it. That's when I say Google me, bitch. <laughs> mm hmm. You know, know the funny thing, know. actually, I'm going to check because it takes about three to six months for um, stuff to make it to page one. So, yeah, none of my TV slots are actually on page one of Google yet. I do want to see what comes up when I Google you. Yeah, you've got my knowledge panel. Um, I write for Entrepreneur, my Instagram. People also search for Tony Robbins. Susan Scott First of all, I love the fact that I type in your name and automatically Dan Mangina Money Game comes up. Yes. Really? Yep, it's the first, like before, you know when you get to your, hold on, let me back it up. Let's see, Dan. 
right there. Wait, where's my camera? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and boom, it's number one. Yeah, it's Sorry. number one. Yep. That's cool. Nice. Well, I know something else that's nice. I'm really glad that I got you booked for my summit because it's going to get to the point where I can't book you at all. You're going to be so far up there. <laughs> You're going to be out of reach, man. Not for my people, man. Not for my people. <laughs> I am committed. I'm committed to always be available for my folks. That's great. I love that. It helps that I don't have many folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought you were folks. <laughs> You ain't folks. <laughs> He's got to speak. Uh, sorry, mate. Sorry for the misunderstanding. Yeah. Like, but nah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna remember the first part. I'll just skip the second part entirely. I mean, I'll just leave that out because it's not <laughs> you are. You're a, you're a rising star. You really are. Like you it's just, it's you. just a matter of time before you know the rest of the world realizes that. But that's where you're definitely. It, even Olga gave me some props the other day. I was like, yeah. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> she likes to keep me humble. Every opportunity she gets. Yo, I'm the same <laughs> way. I'm like, Kenny, I don't care about your feelings, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, are you sure you're not saying that just to make me feel good? No, I don't care about your feelings. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I come with the real. Yeah, the real. It's all day, every day. If you don't all want it, leave. <laughs> oh, you guys are tough. Oh. oh, my goodness. I don't have time to sugarcoat, and I'm not arguing with people in 2022. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. Didn't happen in 2021. Certainly. Nah, it's now. same, same stuff, different day. I'm not. All right. So uh, I'll, I, I was going to avoid this question, but I'm going to ask it. What are your New Year's resolutions? Well, I was going to say, I was not going to say resolution. I was going to ask you what's ahead for you. Okay. So, so you can, you can answer it whatever way that works for you. Let's put it that way. But what's ahead for you in 2022? Ahead for me is just. I don't know. I'm pretty good right now. I don't, <laughs> I didn't, I purposely didn't do any new year's resolutions. Cause I feel like they always fail because so many people put so much pressure on the first couple of days of the year, which is why my brother makes a lot of money in January. And he's he makes everyone pay for the full year because people don't come after February. So <laughs> your local fitness pro. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They love January. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's when all the specials happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, want to elevate and be a better me more 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 high vibe if i can get there um more active more i'm not trying to lose weight i'm happy where i am but like if i do if my clothes fit better great uh i am actively eating healthier and keeping an eye on what goes in my body not to an extent where i'm like eh, but um <laughs> i'm not nice. vegan so that works <laughs> And trying new things. That's uh, that's what I'm doing this year. One of these days, we're going to have to clue the audience in on this whole <laughs> screenshot the group chat. No, 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 no. <laughs> They'll have to pay extra for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, for 95 you can get our blooper reel. 
Was it? Was it? Uh, not GoFundMe. <laughs> was it? Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Patreon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I also got a new wardrobe for Christmas, so I'm going to be dressing like a bad bitch for the rest of the year. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's my whole I, new thing. I presume that purple is a dominant color in it. It's not black. Actually, is my second favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm stunned. Yep. Like, don't they you know, don't, don't don't they listen to LOA today to find out what your color scheme is? Um, I had specifics. Uh, I had specifics. Okay. All right. Well, you sound like you're happy with it, so that's good. I'm very happy with it. Yes. Yeah. I have some right. stuff on the way from Fashion Nova right now. <laughs> well, then we have things to look forward to. More reasons to keep tuning in every Thursday. That's a good Yes, thing. and follow me on Facebook to see my outfits. All right. <laughs> well, there you have it. It has been announced. Thank it you. has been arranged. This is all good. Um, I, do I do I dare ask Daniel if, if you have anything planned for 2022, or should we just leave it there? You got another hour, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and I've cut down, so I was going to be doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing three film projects, we're just doing two. And instead of doing multiple, oh, multiple, two. multiple books, we're doing one book this year and collaborate to book this year, and then my next big book. Which is probably gonna be my last big book next year, and my PhD and other bits. Oh, is that all? Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like a year. <laughs> That's a full year right there. That, yeah. that, if I was squeezing that into the first three months, I mean, it'll be figure out the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, knowing Daniel, honestly. Yeah. Like we might, we got to get it all done in the first quarter. That's how it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, then Daniel can take the rest of the year off and just do podcasts. That'd be great. Just be way today. Just be with Walt every day. Exactly, right? This is going to be something. All right. (laughs) Well, as usual, Thursdays have left me with having no idea what to write for a description, but it was good. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys very much. Generational curse of laughter. That's right. I'll take that oh, one. That's a good I'll one. take that one too. Write mm-hmm. that one down. All right. The general, I got it. Okay. Thank you for the title, Daniel. I appreciate that. And I appreciate all podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.